Welcome back to the show. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk 1071. It is National Pizza Day. And in our very own Twin Cities here, we have so many choices for pizza. And Bradley, you have a friend that you worked with back in the day who now writes for the Star Tribune. And her name is Joy Estelle Summers. Yeah, Joy's been on the show before. She's a friend of the show. She's a friend uh, of mine and yours, I'm sure, dear listeners, because you love the way she writes about food mm-hmm. in the Star Tribune currently. And Joy, you guys ate a bunch of yummy ass pizza. Oh, I shouldn't say ass pizza. I'm sorry, Joy. <laughs> Let me start over. You ate a bunch of yummy pizza this week. <laughs> you deserve better, Joy. Oh, my God. Dirt alert and this. That was a heck of a segue. Tell us about all that pizza you guys put away this week. Oh, my gosh. I love pizza. And I have to say, I am shocked, shocked that my favorite pizza this week was a vegan pizza. You know, I saw that on the list. Tell us about it, because I don't think most people would run towards uh, a vegan pizza. No, and I think it's because a lot of times vegan food gets kind of a bad rap because there's a lot of, like, imitation meat, imitation cheese. Mm -hmm. It's trying to be something else. It's got a little imposter syndrome happening. This pizza is exactly what it was born to be, and it's delicious. It's that Uro Pizza, which is inside Eat Street Crossing, that kind of new food hall on Nicolette Avenue in Minneapolis. The crust is this golden kind of saffron colored situation, has a beautiful little bit of a almost sourdough tang in the flavor. And then on top with mashed potatoes, pico de gallo, and then some little crispy shoestring crunchy chips, potato chips. It was crunchy. It was garlicky. It was savory. It was so satiating. And it was not trying to be anything other than this delicious dish. I loved it. And I was kind of surprised because I am not, I'm a little picky on my pizzas. And this was, this is delicious. I think everybody should go check it out. Wow. Again, that pizza looks, you said it's Paulista at Oro? Yes, the Paulista. And I like just looking at it. I love that you said it's not trying to be anything other than what it is. It just happens that there's no meat on it or uh, animal products so that it's not Mm -hmm. your previous point with a bunch of, you know, imitation this or imitation that it's just great ingredients that are combined in a way that, um, you know, it just so happens to be vegan. Yeah, and it's delicious, and there's no cheese. For I know everybody has tummy issues judging by how much oat milk it's sold at the grocery store oh, these days. Yeah. So this is safe for the tummy issues, too. <laughs> it's it's really just a crowd pleaser. It's a fun atmosphere to go eat it in. Cool. That is awesome. I'm looking at a picture of it right now. We'll put links on our show links page for this, too. So what's next? Well, then I also had to shout out my, like, hometown favorite. I'm a St. Paul girl, and there's a little stand in on Randolph Avenue in St. Paul that's just take-and-go or delivery, if you're lucky enough to live in the area, called Mavericks. And if you're a New York Slice fan, I think it can even convert the people who want a super thin crust, square-cut, Midwestern-type pizza. Mm. It's just delicious. It's this little independently-owned place, this couple owns it and he didn't try to create a crust style that's any regional specific thing he said i just 
tried a lot of pizza crusts until I found what was my personal favorite. Ditto the sauce, ditto the scratch ingredients. They're doing their own sausage there. And every time I bring somebody to this place or have them over to my house and deliver it, this converts everyone who thinks that they're a snob about pizza. It is just straight down the middle, exactly what you want it to be. The pepperonis are wide and flat, and it is just so good. And it's not far from 35E. So if you're traveling yeah. through, you can call and pick up. It's easy to get. They also have salads that they make from scratch, from scratch dressings. Oh, yeah. They also sell Sebastian Joe's. So if you want a little dessert, there's the best of the local ice cream is there, too. See, Ooh, I nice. love this, that this and this, again, is Maverick's Pizza. I love just the idea that the owners were like, it's just good pizza. We wanted pizza that you know, we thought was good and it's going to be made with, you know, good ingredients. Like it doesn't have to, there's place, look, there's, there's plenty of room Mm -hmm. for all different kinds of pizza permutations and, you know, stunt pizzas and all of that stuff. But to just know that occasionally you can just be fully satisfied (laughs) with a good old New York pizza. And, um, uh, that just sounds amazing. I have not had it. So I'm going to add that to my list for sure. It's so good. We did this whole pizza showdown a few months ago. My compatriot, Sharon Jackson, is from New Jersey. She has really strong opinions. I'm from northern Minnesota. I'm used to eating the teeny tiny little triangle piece first on my square cut pizzas. We have strong (laughs) opinions. We did do this whole breakout of styles, like if you're looking for Detroit style, if you're looking for those pan pizzas, that rectangle are so good. The Neapolitan pizzas at Punch Pizza are really second to none. We have so many great places where you can go really drill deep down on somebody doing a specific style. And I didn't put Mavericks in there when we did that story because it's just its own thing and it's Mm -hmm. beautiful. Awesome. Okay, so do you have another uh, pick for us that you can mention? Oh, oh, I could talk about pizza. (laughs) I was going to say, she could go for hours. (laughs) Yeah. I could. Do you guys have a special kind and I can match what you want to eat with what my favorite is? Ooh, um, do you like margarita pizza? Oh, I love a margarita pizza. You know what? I'm surprised that I really love the one at Tono's. That's a fast-growing pizza chain. Like, now all of a sudden, they're kind of all over the metro, but they're they're a small company. There are just some guys from here who started doing fire um, roasted pizza is kind of similar to punch in the Neapolitan mm-hmm. because it's a thin stretch dough that you can totally house all by yourself if you're really hungry. Like if it's a Friday night sweatpants situation, yeah. you could you could take one of these down all by yourself and nobody's oh, going to judge you. Oh That's yeah, the their cheesesteaks are good too. I just became a, well a part of their rewards program, so I I know Tonos. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Okay, yes. Joy. Um, I, I, like I said, we could talk about this forever. We got to run, but I want to make sure: is there anything else going on in the world of Joy Estelle Summers that you want to let the audience know about? In addition to all the great writing you're doing over at the Star Tribune. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. I just want to say I'm writing like crazy. I we have so much going on this weekend between the Super Bowl, Valentine's Day, and Chinese New Year. 
got a great story about Chinese New Year and dumplings and why you should eat as many dumplings as possible with the Saturday Dumpling Club this weekend. And we just did a huge package about our favorite wings. So maybe I can come back on and we'll talk about wings next time. Absolutely. We are always uh, ready and willing to talk about food with you, Joy. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to talk to us today. Thank you. That's Joy Estelle Summers again from the Star Tribune talking about food. That five best pizzas from Minneapolis and St. Paul and surrounding areas is in the Star Tribune. We'll put the link on our show links page. And as she said, I know they're doing plenty of stuff over on the Super Bowl um, and beyond. So we'll talk to Joy again soon. But in the meantime, in between time, when we come back here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, Amy Robach, TJ Holmes, they are no longer allowed at the world's most magical place on Earth find out why when we come back right here on my talk 1071 hey my talkers it's don mcclain here for david and his team at first equity mortgage when i moved to minnesota i went into his office thinking i don't know anything about buying a home i hope he can help me and he sure did by the time i left he educated me on all the ways that i could actually buy a home and he got my ducks in a row told me when i could start looking which actually was the very next day so if you're a first-time home buyer, you're intimidated by the process, don't go anywhere else. Talk to David. And those of you thinking about refinancing, my partner, he did that two years ago, and he was amazed that David beat his bank's rate. David was in communication with him the whole time. He was actually, like, having fun with the process. Now, customers Paul and Kinley said about Peter, one of David's loan officers, we will be back when it's time to upgrade. He went above and beyond 11 out of 10 rating. Do what dozens of my talkers have done. Call David and his team at First Equity, 763-251-8000, or MyTalk, keyword David. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hobach. Talking about their lives. Never done it before. Always just discuss the news on TV. And now they're trying to make a podcast about real things that are happening to them in their real lives. Sometimes not that successful. Um, what is this thing about um, them being banned from Disney parks? Yeah, so Hobach, of course, is Amy Robach and TJ Holmes. That's our cute little publicationship name for those two who've really tried to make their relationship front and center as a way to get their foot back in the door after getting unceremoniously canned uh, over at ABC. Well, yesterday I saw this headline and I thought, we need to talk about this because uh, I don't understand what's going on. Are they joking? Because it doesn't sound like they're joking. But also, is that a thing that they're joking about? Okay. So I hope they here's, are. Here's the headline. TJ Holmes hints he and Amy aren't allowed in Disney parks. 
last time we checked, we weren't allowed. So I'm like, okay, I need to know more. They were not allowed. You can't, what? Okay. During their yesterday episode on their podcast, that's Thursday, um, they were talking to some guy about running. And by some guy, I mean his name is Matt James. Mm Mm-hmm. And he wants to do that Disney marathon because mm-hmm. I don't know if you know any runners who've done that, but it's like a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think has our very own. I think Jason Dan, did it. Jason did the marathon. I think so. Or he had planned to do it. Oh, he had wow. a goal or something. Yeah. That's awesome. I did I not know, know that. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people do that marathon. It's a big it's a big deal. And uh, this person, again, what did I say his name was? Matt James. He said, quote, I'm going to run the London Marathon. I'm trying to get my girlfriend into a race uh, at the Disney. Oh, I guess they have a 5K. Mm. She loves Disney. So any way to entice her into not being mad about me buying so many running shoes? Ha ha ha. At which point, because I don't care. I mean, good. I hope they get to do the thing. But I'm just here for the Amy Robach and T.J. Holmes. At which point he says, we would love to run with you at that 5K. I don't think we're allowed on the ground, the park's grounds anymore. We will check. But last we checked, we weren't. And I was like, wait a minute. I can't tell from the tone if he's uh, if he's joking. But is that like a thing? If you got fired from ABC, you can't go to Disney no more? Um, I hope not. For God's sake, th- don't let them go to Disney World or Disneyland. Like they they try to walk into Disney World and all of a sudden they're like, "Excuse me, weren't you fired from mean, ABC?" That is real shamey. Or just like it'll pop up on the screen and like you know the lady eh, behind the eh, thing is like, eh. "I'm sorry, sir, but you're not allowed in. You've been banned." I mean, from they're the park. both very attractive. They'd probably be noticed. But how would they even check that if they just bought a regular ticket? Well, yeah, you don't have to. But again, maybe they have facial recognition software. Because you know Disney, man, they ain't mm-hmm. fooling around. They got AI all up in their business. Oh, man. So it's going to, a little thing's going to go off and people jump out of the bushes. <laughs> and again, it's Disney, so they don't want to make anything uncomfortable. So it'll just be like Pluto and, you know, <laughs> Sylvester. Oh, they, I guess Syl- no, Sylvester's not Disney. Pluto and Goofy. Goofy. Time to go. Oh, because Pluto, Pluto's and not Winnie Disney the either. Is That'd he? be great. Yeah. So Winnie the Pooh, and they or, just Winnie, no, no Winnie the Pooh's not Disney, is it? Yeah, no. just, I think Winnie so because I saw Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. At but Disney what about World. Penny the Woo? Penny the Woo. Uh, that's Penny the knockoff the Winnie the Pooh. That's in New York, <laughs> yeah. like taking pictures. Yeah. Um, Times Square. Anyway, that they just have two Disney characters pop out like and unceremoniously like yank those two into a bush and get them out. Oh God! Whisk them away in a vehicle. I just, You're out of here. I think that that's, they have to be joking. But the way, uh, that's what I thought, but the way he says it, we will check. Last we checked, we weren't. Like, that seems oddly specifical. Come on. I mean, what they're going to just say, like, <laughs> listen, we, uh, I mean, they were, they said that they weren't outed as being Gay? in a relationship. Everyone else thought we were being outed as, as adulterers. Um, well, it was just that we didn't talk about our relationship at work. Like we didn't no, let them know that we were in a relationship. That's why they got fired. Well, that's not, I, okay. I guess I don't know. I'm not going to argue with those two because I wasn't there and they know obviously mm-hmm. what happened, but I think the way we all learned about it was not so much. Yes. Of course, people were titillated by the affair, but that they were two coworkers carrying on a relationship without having told yeah. 
their That's workplace. That's why they got fired, yeah. Which Not seems because like... they didn't have a judgment on their... Yeah, unless you know. there's a moral clause. I don't know. More, they might have had a morals clause that was like, you have to be a nice person, and if you do anything untoward, we can can you. Well, according to them on their podcast, they said, just to be clear, we were not sent away because... We well, I believe adulterers. everything celebrities tell me. <laughs> well, I mean... I think that that would be unusually cruel. What? To say you can't go to Disney anymore. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's really 100%. dumb and it makes them look bad. Like just at the end, they're like, okay, sign everything. Oh, just so you know, you can't go to Disney World <laughs> You no anymore. longer have privileges. Yeah, I don't think it's yeah, probably so true. So you can't? Your kids can't? Oh, my God. I'm just saying it's You've been weird. Holding back some rage. No, I'm, I'm just playing the part of some weird ABC really executive. Well. <laughs> well, I was. I did go to school for acting. Oh, you're an actor. <laughs> That's right. Are you acting right now? I'm, well, I was a second ago, but now I'm just me again. Okay. Well, you're going to have to keep give me a heads up because it's a little hard to tell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that says anything about your acting or my, my ability to be an audience member. <laughs> Ooh, wouldn't that be a good, like, musical, like, Hobach the musical? <laughs> well, especially if you call it Hobach. Something yes. tells me they're not going to sign off on that. I don't need them to sign off on it. It'll be a parody. Yeah. We could get some drag queens in town. <laughs> okay. Okay, now we're going to have drag. I was going to say, we could just do night. that anyway. We don't need <laughs> yeah. Amy Robach and TJ Holmes and uh-huh. their lukewarm adultery story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a but musical. speaking of those two, they are headed back to TV, I hope. And I know that their chances are probably slim in terms of where and how they land, but I feel like they would do better on TV than yeah, in a th- podcast. I do too. Because you know there are like people who talk and then people who talk. face talk. Yeah, they yeah, exactly right. Like they're you, very good at their exactly. jobs. They were really good on TV. Really good on TV together and I think they had a very visual chemistry that yeah. I think would serve them well on TV. They made you feel really comfortable watching yeah. them, you know, and I think this is uncomfortable to listen to them because they're well, not used to doing like these are my feelings. Like you, you don't expect that from I mean Also, did we did we I don't know. I shouldn't say that cuz I bet there is an audience out there, but I don't know. It wasn't an opinion show, right? Am I right about that? The the show it was just them. but it wasn't you mean like on the TV, view, right? No, 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 no. They were just okay. doing like you know soft news lifestyle, right? Okay, right? but they weren't saying, and this is what I think. You know, they weren't doing a personal. No, that's why this is awkward. This yeah. podcast because they're like crying on it and. Doing like secret recordings because they're fighting. That was really that well, it somebody wasn't told. Secret, but to it be was fair, weird. let's be clear. That was a producer telling them to do that, and it He's was like, not a oh, good idea. Oh, you're upset. Let me just get a glimpse of this. They real did not quick. get good advice. No. We have good advice for you, listeners. Pizza. Oh yeah. National Pizza Day continues. This time, I'm going to tell you how much money pizza influencers make, and then I want you to think about if you could be a food influencer, what kind of food influencer you would be. So, like, if it wasn't pizza, what's the food you would influence for money? Yeah. 651-641-1071. Hey, it's Bradley. Have you been thinking about window treatments for your home, but you've been holding out for a good deal? Well, I have good news. That deal is happening at Little Blind Spot with the Hunter Douglas Style and Savings Event. 
Now through April 1st, you can get a $75 rebate per shade when you purchase 4 to 10 Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades, Pirouette Window Shadings, Silhouette Window Shadings, or Vignette Modern Roman Shades, including PowerView Automation. Other exclusions and restrictions apply, so ask for details. Hunter Douglas window treatments are a smart investment. Apart from the design improvements, there are many practical benefits. They improve the lifespan of your furniture, the quality of sleep you get at night, and even the amount you pay in energy bills. Every penny you can save counts these days, and so does supporting local. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today or online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Welcome back to the show, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My talk, 107.1. Everything for diddling, everything for pizza. On our um, nasty cat blanket. That's right. So it is National Pizza Day, um, and you could be a pizza influencer and make a lot of money. Oh, can I say something really quick? No, you're absolutely not allowed. Okay. Well, I just want to make sure people know, um, last hour we had pizza delivered, and it was excellent. It's Bradley's favorite place, Beludo, and it did come extra early, and I did say that wasn't their problem. It's just an Uber Eats problem. I want to make it clear that it's not the driver I'm talking about, just because they're angels, oh. Uber Eats drivers. Are so you it wasn't the drivers listening. Well, I, or just any Uber Eats driver. I think that no. they have a hard job, and I love them. They just brought I, it whenever. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I'm assuming I don't know how Uber Eats yeah. farms things out, but yeah, yeah. So I'm it's not criticizing. Service. I don't want anyone to think that I was saying anything. That's very bad. kind of you. Okay. Anyway, tell us about pizza influencers. No, well, uh, so I saw this story for National Pizza Day about uh, pizza influencer being a career on the rise, and I thought, oh God, what a time to be alive. I wish I was in my 20s because I'd be influencing all over the place. Yeah. Uh, it's big business, pizza is, especially in the influencer world. And I came across this list of pizza influencers, but really, I want you to think about beyond pizza, like if you could influence a food group, item, what mm-hmm. have you, cuisine, um, on the internet, what would it be? 651-641-1071. Feel free to join our lighthearted casual <laughs> unrestrained conversation don did you know that uh some pizza influencers can make upwards of a hundred and ten thousand dollars a year um what am i doing i don't know <laughs> Isn't that's that insane insane so and plus you get 
Like a bunch of free pizza? Yeah. And all you've got to do is go, I don't like that pizza. I really like this pizza. Yum. Well, are they uh, just reviewing pizzas or are they like home well, chefs that are creating pizzas? No, and- these are pizza influencers. So they're promoting pizza brands and oh. pizza making on social media. Okay. I mean, they might be doing their own pizzas, but they're it's reviewing also pizza ovens. A lot. Yeah. A lot of stuff like that for sure. Okay. Um, but one guy in particular, or I shouldn't say guy, there is one guy that I can tell you about, but one platform called Slice recently advertised a job for a pizza influencer for a salary of up to $110,000 plus a weekly pizza stipend. That's amazing. Does he work for, he works for Slice? He or she. Oh. They advertised for the job. Oh, I see. So anybody could do that, I'm I'm saying. There's not a specific person attached. Oh. Um, Okay, beyond pizza, though, Mm -hmm. if you, Don McClain, were given an Instagram account, you could create it to your heart's content, what food item would Don want to just jump headfirst into? Well, my whole life would change, probably not for the good other than making money, but it would be cheesecake. Oh, you'd be a cheesecake fluencer? Oh my gosh. Okay, tell me more. Oh, I love cheesecake. If I see, if I have to pick a dessert and there's something cheesecake on the menu, I'm getting it. Because a lot of times other people don't want it. They don't like it. And so I get it all for myself. My boyfriend doesn't like it. So okay. he's not. I think that's the bigger story is you're saying when you and MC go out, <laughs> he doesn't like cheesecake. <laughs> And so you get to eat it all. No, not just that. I love the combinations of different crusts that people make. What for you makes like, like who has the best cheesecake? Mm. Oh, gosh. If you're going to be an influencer, Dawn. Okay. Well, I really like, I really <laughs> like Kowalski's. You like their they're cheesecake? Little, yeah. What do you like about their cheesecake? They have a really great, you know, baking center, patisserie. Bakery. Bakery there. And I like it because... It's the perfect size. They always have like three or four different kinds. Um, the ones that are like turtle cheesecake. You like those? Oh my gosh. Any what constitutes for you like a really good cheesecake? Um, I like a good crust. Uh, and I like it to what have What kind of crust something. do you like? I like like a chocolate crumbly crust. Oh, okay. Like a graham cracker mm-hmm. chocolate crust? Yes, yes. And I need it to have some other element to it. Like a plain cheesecake is fine. It's just fine. But if it has like anything caramel related to it, like yeah, that's like your jam. Totally, yeah. All right, Mike, who's on the phone? We've got Amy on the line. Amy is on the line. All right, Amy, uh, I'm giving you an Instagram account with ten thousand hundred million followers. What content are you going to be publishing? I actually weirdly am a food influencer, and I was actually calling because you said if you were in your twenties, you would be a food influencer. I'm in my 50s, and I just stumbled into food influencing by accident. Oh, my God. Tell me more, sweetie. So started doing reviews of local restaurants during the pandemic. Username is You Me Food Review, and have grown into mostly on Facebook, very little on Instagram because I'm 50. <laughs> just businesses. Yeah. Just Small restaurants, little local restaurants, again and again and again, just sending all the people that follow us to these restaurants. 
So that, I, I, yeah. No, when that's you said that people make money at this. I have no idea how that happens because I just get <laughs> heavier and heavier doing it. Yeah. <laughs> what What is but your handle so again? What What do you? You, me, food review. I love it. You, you me, food, food review, review on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And TikTok. Weirdly, do better on TikTok than Instagram. Oh, yeah, I'm not surprised. Any of it. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Well, sweetie, good lot. luck to you. What's your I favorite? You. What's your favorite restaurant lately? Or do, like, name one that you really love right now. Baldemar in Roseville. Oh, for sure. Oh, Baldemar's yeah. great. Um, the hour is amazing. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing, and uh, thanks for sharing your handle too. Thank you. All right, who else do we got, Mike? We got Anne on the line. Anne, hey, sweetie, what are you food influencing? If you had your druthers, or I don't know, maybe you've got your own account. Hey, Anne. Hey, oh, Anne. Hi. 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 hi, hi. <laughs> I am not an influencer, but I do have a food Instagram account called Funeral Lunch. Oh, oh my God, what is this about? <laughs> well, you have to go look it up. I work in the funeral business, and so every time I'm at a service where there's food served, there are posts. And then other people go to funerals, and they send me pictures of their funeral lunches, and we put it on the account. Oh, my God. I love this. So it's just, so like on Instagram, it's just funeral lunch? Yep. Oh, my God. I'm following you immediately. Hot dish. Please do. The best what hot dish? Tater's hot. Oh, yeah, for sure. Of course. What's like, oh, God, funeral lunch. Like, what's another favorite at funeral lunch? Well, there's lots of ham buns in Minnesota. Oh, ham buns. for sure. Mm-hmm. And we do a little uh, fluffy fruit salad a lot. Um, Actually, yeah. and I have, this is yeah. really helpful. Oh, it looks I think. like you've got there. I see Lefsa. I see. Yes, that oh. was a good one last week. Yeah. Wow, this is so fun. Okay, thank you so much for sharing. Everybody go oh, run and follow Funeral Lunch. I love this awesome. idea. It gives people ideas because a lot of times you don't know what to <laughs> people do. People are going to have ideas, Dawn. I don't know. I no, don't it's, know. It's idea generating for yeah. Funeral Lunch for thank sure. Thank you. Thanks, sweetie. Um, Mike, if you, because I know Mike could probably, if he's not already on the side running a very successful uh, influencer account on Instagram, what would your food item be? I think donuts. Okay, tell I me like donuts. why you would love to influence for some donuts. Because they're donuts, and I love donuts, <laughs> and I think you it'd be great to donuts. eat lots of donuts. Ooh. So it'd be difficult, because like uh, um, Amy said, I think I'd be about 500 pounds, but I'd make I it work. Yeah. I, I, I will say, I follow a couple food influencers, sure. I know a few who've done this, and one who's a marathon runner, and she is like the fittest person I know, wow. and she literally, and she's out of based out of New York City, and she, um, I'll put the show, uh, her link. I don't have it in front of me right now. I can't remember it off the top of my head. But she uh, literally is going around New York and eating food all day. And I'm like, I don't understand how you're alive. <laughs> yeah. And she is in the best shape. So there's a secret. I think maybe she just eats like a bite or two. Yeah. And that know? is not something that's easy for me. <sighs> I, I've never been to Cheesecake Factory. Oh, okay. So the Cheesecake Lady, if you're going to be a cheesecake influencer, honey, you need to go to Cheesecake Factory. I just looked at their cheesecake menu. It's never ending. I can't believe it. There's like 31 of them. Uh, Yeah. You got to get busy. Start the account. I mean, you know, figure it out. You're going to do this. We're going to make you lots of money. Also, if I were going to do this, thanks for asking. I would do fried... Oh, were you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I thought Ask it was me. pizza. I thought that's why you brought it up. No. You wanted to be a pizza. No, answer. I said it, if it wasn't pizza. Oh. Because I wouldn't want to do pizza. Oh, okay. What do you want to do? What do you think it would be? 
Um, sourdough bread. No, that is a good one. Um, but it's two words uh, starts with an F, ends with an N. Fig Fudge. Newtons. Fig Newtons. <laughs> I really love Fig Newtons. They got Fudge blueberry buttons. fig. Okay. You better be real careful, girl. Fudge buttons is not a thing. Fried chicken. There you go. And the best fried chicken is at Cub. Don't argue with me. Oh. But I'm willing to entertain others. Okay. On my new chicken influencer account. <laughs> What's it called? It's finger licking Brad. No, I don't think that's going to work. Somebody probably took that. I bet I bet there's already a finger licking brand. That's probably an OnlyFans it's an account. Only account. <laughs> and it's just a guy licking his finger. Hi. Oh. Okay, fried chicken. Dawn's doing uh, cheesecake. We got to get her to Cheesecake Factory, Mike. And we do. You, yeah. uh, the donuts. Donuts. I forgot donuts. Are, I already forgot donuts. Cool. What's your favorite donut, Mike? Um, triple chocolate, uh, Eau Claire or like a triple chocolate. Jesus, he knows. Well, that's the uh, specific. It's an Eclair. It's okay. quick. It's quick trip. They got this triple chocolate oh. Eclair that is unbelievable. Wait, are you saying triple chocolate Eclair? No, sorry, it's tri- triple chocolate Bismarck is what it is. Oh, and okay. it's fantastic. All right, because yes. I know how to make Eclairs. I would have made. Oh, sorry, one for no, you, it's but... a triple chocolate Bismarck. It's basically chocolate on the inside, chocolate, uh, you know, cro- or chocolate breading, it... and then a chocolate over the top. Pudding cream, or is it like it's icing cream? That one. Pudding cream. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yep. I'll I'll entertain it. Yeah, Mike. Thank you so much, Don. Thank, thank you. you so much for sharing your thoughts on cheesecake. I hope you get some in the near future. And thanks for the listeners' funeral lunch. And you and what was it? You, me. You need food review. You and me review. You and me review. I just looked at it. Oh, you and me. Oh gosh, it was hard to hear her. She was just in Vegas. She was taking pictures next to all the same things I was taking pictures next to. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. It was awesome. Small world. All right, mm-hmm. we'll be right back playing a game together because it's Friday right here yeah. on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the show, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. That's my name. The Adventures your of name's Bradley Dawn. and Dawn. Mike is our producer, and we're about to play a game. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It is time to play. It is Friday. It is not any Friday. It is Super Bowl Friday. And to celebrate, uh, we're playing together as we always do. We're playing a game together with a Super Bowl theme. Yeah! It's our Friday favorite family feud, but this time with a Super Bowl twist. Super Bowls! So all these questions are going to be Super Bowl related. Not necessarily the game, maybe the party, maybe what you can expect to see. Uh, we'll find out. Uh, who wants to go first? I think who went first last time? I think you did. Okay. I will head out. So you step outside. Okay. All right. And again, how it works is I'm going to read these five questions for you, Don. You're going to give me your best answer for all of them. We'll run through and see how you did, and then we'll tell Bradley how good he has to do. This is the fast money round at the end. If you guys can uh, get up to 200 points, you are going to be leaving with a fabulous prize of absolutely nothing. Oh, are you okay. ready? I am ready. All right. It's how we finish up the week with a nice, fun game together. Let's get it started. With this question here, besides a helmet, name a piece of equipment a football player must wear during the game. Pads. Name something a diehard football fan does on Super Bowl Sunday. Um, turns on the TV. What uh, per- what performer has provided the most memorable Super Bowl halftime show? Janet Jackson. Name something you are guaranteed to see at a Super Bowl. 
Uh, football. Name a word or phrase a cheerleader might shout during the big game. Defense. All right, let's run through these answers here. You did really, really well, I believe. Let's Except find for out. that one that you paused. I paused because I was just deciding how I was going to oh, judge it, and I'm going to or give it. Was it was so dumb. No, I want to okay. give you all the points for it, so we'll find oh. out here. Uh, besides a helmet, name a piece of equipment a football player must wear during the game. You said shoulder pads or pads. Survey says that is the number one answer. Woo, woo, woo. 64 big points there. <gasps> yes. We move on to the second one. Name something a diehard football fan does on Super Bowl Sunday. You said turn on the TV. Obviously, you turn on the TV so you can watch the game. Number one answer. Okay. Watch the game. Nicely done. 37 All points. Right. You're already up to 101. Whoa. What if I told you you got two more number one answers? What, what performer has uh, provided the most memorable Super Bowl halftime show? You said Janet Jackson. Survey said. Oh, yeah. Janet Jackson. 47 Points. Whoa. You're up to 148. Okay. Again, you two yeah. have to combine to get 200 points. I know Bradley's Gosh. probably not uh, super confident in this particular category, but yeah. uh, you're going to really help him out here. Let's see how we do on this next one here. Our fourth question. Name something you are guaranteed to see at a Super Bowl. You went literal with it. <laughs> and that was a good idea because that's the number one answer of football. Of course, you're guaranteed to see a football. Yes. They can't play without a football. You're at 186 points. <gasps> Whoa. Which means if this next one is worth more than 14 points, or if it's worth 14 points, you're going to be the winner, and Bradley doesn't even need to help. Wow, that's great. We're not going to tell him, though. Of course not. We're okay. going to make him sweat. Okay. Let's see if you can do it. Is this one worth more than 14 points? You said in the question of name a word or phrase, a cheerleader must shout out during the game. You said defense. Mm-hmm. Survey says, I can't make it up. That is worth 13 points. Bradley needs one point. Oh, my God. He needs to get one point, and you guys will win the game today. Now, you did take all of the best answers, and as I said, I'm sure he's not confident, but I think I have a sneaky suspicion he can get one point. Point. Oh God, this is great. Okay, we're gonna tell him you did terrible. Okay, okay. All right. Let's see how we go. Let, we'll, we'll grab him. Again, we're playing Family Feud here, Super Bowl edition of the Feud to wrap up the week and get you ready for your Super Bowl Sunday. As they are working their way back in here, Bradley. Back. All right. How'd you do? I was just listening to Grant tell me about that new Thruple TV series, Couple to Thruple. Yep. Yep. He's loving it. How'd you do? Did you watch it? Nice. He watched, I think, last night. Uh, she she gave her best effort, and that's all you can ask well, for. Good. In this game. That's all you got to do, honey. Mm-hmm. Mm. There that were pizza was good. There were number one answers out there. She There's did a not highlight to the show, and then the... she didn't. How many points? <sighs> really? That bad? You're they might have been too specific. I don't know. We'll see how it goes for you. <laughs> We'll talk about it if you needed. You got to do a lot. Okay. All right. Let's let's a just lot. get it started. You're not even going to tell me how many points. Oh, we think it'll freak you out. We okay. think it might freak you out. So let's just go through and run through these answers. Okay. <laughs> just do your very very you, best. Well, that's all I can do, honey. Yes, that's all my mom told me I could do. Okay. All right. She left answers out there for you. Let me just Good. say that. Uh, we'll go with this first one. Besides a helmet, name a piece of equipment a football player must wear during the game. Mouth guard. Uh, name something a diehard football fan does on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, uh, paints his body. There you go. Name uh, what performer has had the most memorable Super Bowl halftime show? What per- uh, Janet Jackson? Need a new answer. 
Justin Timberlake. Name something you are guaranteed to see at a Super Bowl. Football. Uh, need another answer. Uh, halftime show. Name a word or phrase a cheerleader might shout out during the game. Go team! All right. You gave some great answers there. Nicely done. All right. Let's run through these here and see if you've got enough points. We'll start with this first one. You're still not going to tell me how many points Don got. Uh, Okay, we'll (laughs) tell you now. Um, Because the first one you got was mouth guard. First off, is mouth guard on the board? Is it? It is. It's not the number one. Which means you won today. You needed one point. Oh, my God, Dawn. She got 199 points all by herself. That's amazing. And I will say, you guys as a team did amazing because you got those 17 points. That was the number two answer. Okay. Uh, We'll then go to the second one. Name something a diehard football fan does on Super Bowl Sunday. She said, watch the game, which... Is the number one answer. I mean, she got those seems points. The obvious, so obvious. It's how she got to 199 with a lot of really good answers. Uh, you said fa- uh, paint your face or body. That's up there. That's the number four answer. Ooh, that's worth 11. Okay. Wow. So there you go. You're still growing in points. You have 227. Maybe wow. you can save these for next time we play this yeah. game. This is, we're getting into bowling scores here. This is true, and I think you might hit 300. We'll find out. Uh, what performer uh, has provided the most memorable Super Bowl halftime show? You said. JT, that's the number two answer, just behind Dawn's number one answer of just or of uh, Janet Jackson. Uh, that's worth four, twenty-four more points. Wow, oh, goodness! And uh, then we move on to name something you are guaranteed to see at a Super Bowl. You said a football. That's the same thing Dawn said. Uh, you gave me halftime show. That's the number three answer. Ooh. That one's worth 21 points. You are at 272 points. Yes! Out of a necessary 200, there is a this bonus. Is the biggest point. This is the best we've ever done. We've done. Now, there was one number one answer that Don left on the table for you. It was to this final question. Name a word or phrase a cheerleader might shout out during the game. The word and the number one answer that was left out was Go! Yeah! You got the number one answer. Uh, that one there just by itself was worth another 57 points. You two finished with 329 points. What? That's amazing. Wow. My comparison, my comparison, the last two times you guys have played this game, you scored 151 and 188. Now 329. That's Can we crazy. save some of those extra for the next game? Yeah, you cannot we carry it over. I Can we squirrel them away? Great yeah. job, though. That was Good job. very well done. And hopefully very now sneaky of you with, two. with those, you are ready for the big game. See, I did acting there. That was acting. Oh, you're... Did you, you believe me? I think you redeemed my thoughts about your acting. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Right. You yeah, did a great that job. That is Missouri uh, State University. Uh, congratulations. Kudos. Here's your Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> and by that, I mean your piece of pizza. Okay. Uh, thank you for the pizza again today, Dawn. Mike, did you get enough pizza? I got plenty of pizza. It was okay. delicious. It is National Pizza Day, so... Dear listeners, I hope if you got anything out of today's show, it's that you need to go order some pizza immediately. Yeah. Check out Joy's piece at the Star Tribune. It's It's on our our show links links page. And just go grab a slice, man. Some stuffed crust. (laughs) Do you like stuffed crust? Oh, I love it. I used to eat a stuffed crust pizza like every week of my life. Hmm. Back in my 20s when I was living on a budget. Pizza Hut, Pizza Hut, nine ninety nine, stuffed crust, large. Yep, here we go. All right, when we come back, oh look, we won't until Monday. Enjoy your weekend. Up next, it is Julia 
and Brittany today, I believe. And I think they have some special guests coming in. Yeah. A wonderful afternoon here on My Talk. And then go enjoy the weekend. It should be beautiful-ish. And we'll see you again on Monday. Bye. Bye. Bye.